Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of BBP News. I'm Nicholas Rod. Chris Baker's here with us, and we are back for another Friday morning episode. Chris, start us off in the usual manner with the weather for this weekend. In Los Angeles, California, it is mostly sunny with a high of 63 with a mostly sunny weekend. In Houston, Texas, it is mostly sunny, 58 with thunderstorms moving in throughout the weekend. And in Chicago, Illinois, it is partly cloudy with a high of 16. It is raining on Saturday. Does not sound like a very nice weather forecast <laughs> in Chicago. And in New York City, it is snowing today with a high of 35 with sun throughout the weekend. You know, talking about you know, seeing Chicago's high of 16, uh, you know, we're going to get that around here, Chris, in a few days. We're actually We've going... already had it. <laughs> well, I mean, sort of, but we actually haven't had, like, the high itself being, like, 15, 16. Usually that's we what the We did here the other day. Uh, but we're going to hit negatives at night, and it's... Oof. Winter's here, winter's here. But... Speaking of that, I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) Speaking of that, though, we're pretty much a full week into 2022 now. Uh, It'll be a week tomorrow. But how are you feeling at this point? Well, let me just tell you right now, I am taking my New Year's resolutions, but. Oh? I mean. My New Year's resolution is like bada bing, bada boom, ba boom. It's almost like it's not a resolution. It's going so well. Ah, you know, I don't really have a specific resolution. I more have something that uh, happened to fall around the New Year, so it could very easily be seen as a resolution. And, you know, it's kind of like the one I set last year of eating better, you know, kind of one of the common ones, right? But in a different way, I obviously won't go into a whole spiel here on the whole thing. But so far, so good. Um, I'm very happy so far with how I've done. And I'm curious. I'm curious to see and I'm hopeful about being able to keep it up. For a long period of time. Well, since you're not considering it a New Year's resolution, I'm hopeful that it doesn't turn into a New Year's resolution by the second week of January. January, you've abandoned it. Yeah, I mean, it's very easily to... to I mean, for a lot of people, uh, resolutions get abandoned very quickly. You know, like you said, you know, for me by the end of January, usually, you know, it doesn't last very long. Unfortunately, you just end up losing that mentality and you just happen to switch back to what you were doing before. I'm hopeful though. I'm very hopeful this time. And I've got a new kind of confidence and motivation this time. So, you know, we'll have to come back to this in, let's say two months. Two months to see how I've if I've continued it, um, because that that'll be a new record, I think. Well, you know, my New Year's resolution is I have several of them, mm-hmm. and I have to say, last year is the first time ever that I actually stuck to a New Year's resolution 
for the Ooh, entire celebration year. celebration i'm proud yep and i've learned that and you know people say it all the time but people say and it's like whatever the problem with new year's resolution is people like go quote unquote cold turkey with it yeah and and then they wonder why they can't achieve it it's about the baby steps so last year my new year's resolution was to save 80 percent of my take home take home income Mm -hmm. and i'm proud to report that did happen and I did figure it out. It was a little bit higher than 80%. It was 81.5%. Hey, there you go. So this year, I have made the New Year's resolution of save 90% of my income. Mm-hmm. And to read one book a month. And to try a new food slash recipe a week. Oh, there you go. So you know, I have several, but they're all kind of smaller things. The big sure. thing is definitely the savings. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, that'll definitely be an interesting one, because 90%, like, that's obviously a lot. You know, that's obviously a lot to save. Uh, but, you know, I-, I think you can do it. And, you know, if I just cut back, I'm, I'll be completely honest with you, I probably could have hit 90% this year. <laughs> but I knew... That I only had to save 80%. So mm-hmm. I could go to Storts every day and buy a breakfast or buy a snack. You know, when I took a break at work this year, I won't do it. If right. I do it, it will only be maybe once a month. Mm-hmm. Because, you know what? Gas station snacks are freaking expensive. Yeah. Oh, no doubt about it. it it's hard to find uh, snacks like that that are cheap. You're going to be hard-pressed. So we're cutting back on the, the gas station trips. I mean, even their muffins. I mean, you get their breakfast muffins, given they're humongous, but they're still like four bucks. Yeah. So you know what? I've decided, because I don't know why, but during the summer months, I always have cravings for blueberry muffins. So I'll just start making blueberry muffins at home. It's cheaper that way. I'm very excited... To uh, first off, I like the book one especially. Um, I want to get back into reading at some point. Uh, I don't know if that's actually going to happen. I have no idea. I'm going to try, <laughs> but we'll see where we get with that. I'm de- I'm definitely not going to make it a resolution or anything, but I would like to get back into reading. I honestly miss it. It, it was a lot of uh, a lot of fun and could be very just. In ca- I don't even know what the word I'm looking for is. It could be a lot of fun, though. Um, but I'm very excited to see where, honestly, both of us get throughout this And year. I'm very happy to report that the reading... I was very worried about the reading. I figured, you know what? I would start that one. I would probably read a chapter of the book and then <laughs> just never return to it because that's just the way I am with reading. Mm-hmm. But I've said I'm going to read 20 pages a day. Yeah. And I've read 20 pages a day. Nice. And then some days I've read a little bit more. But either way, 20 pages a day. And out of the 240-page book, I have 40 pages left to read. Awesome. There you go. Starting strong. Yeah. So, you know what? I think, you know what? I'll just get another book and maybe I can double up some of this. Does that count? Uh, No. 
No, oh, survey okay. says no. Oh. Wow. <laughs> we might need to modify this resolution to 12 <laughs> books for the year. No, the contract has already been signed. Uh, you know, can't go back on it now. Well, you know, I think we've said enough about New Year's resolutions. Good luck to anyone that's on, you know, like the dieting, weight loss journey resolutions. I will think of you because <laughs> those are the worst. I will also think of you because I'm right there with you. <laughs> you know, I'll be right there on that train with you. We'll we'll ride it out together. And you know what? I'll be honest with you. Last year, one of my resolutions also was to start going to the gym more regularly. That got abandoned so quickly, mm. and that gym <laughs> membership got canceled so quickly. No, no. You know, um, so good luck, everyone. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, good luck to everyone. Good luck to all that dare to set those goals and set those, you know, expectations. Hope for the best. I know I will for myself, so... But you know, we have news to anyone, jump into. And, you know, if anyone wants to be like me and set the easy New Year's resolutions of trying new food. There you go. <laughs> you, know, you know, sometimes those really are the good ones, you. though. That doesn't help you so much with the weight loss journey, but... <laughs> I mean, it can. <laughs> kind of the, well, well, now, hold on, hold on, hold on. It can, though. Because there are a ton of recipes. If you're If you don't eat healthy typically or you don't you know eat too many very nutritious things there are plenty of recipes out there if you're serious about you know changing how you eat and dieting and all that there are tons of things you can try so there you go nick did i specify they would be healthy foods <laughs> well no but just speaking to your point if it can't help it it, it definitely can yeah the the chocolate cake that I made could definitely help. Well, <laughs> obviously, if you if you make the recipes unhealthy, that's on you. But anyways, we have a bunch of news to get into. Um, starting off, today the Supreme Court is hearing two major cases against the vaccine mandates. They are hearing oral arguments in the cases of the OSHA vaccine mandate as well as the CMS vaccine mandate. It is important to remember that these are two different cases and two different oral arguments. You need to understand that they are not arguing over if the vaccine mandates are legal, rather they are arguing over whether the federal government can impose these mandates. The Supreme Court needs to decide whether to lift or uphold the current stays put into place by the lower courts, and they will also be deciding whether or not these mandates can take effect while the cases play out in the lower courts. These cases are continuing to play out in the lower courts even after the Supreme Court makes its decision unless one party decides to drop out of the lawsuit. Finally, the Supreme Court is deciding whether to get involved in the case concerning the stay level instead of letting that be handled at the merit level. This is out of the norm. Usually, these cases are, again, kept at the merit level. At the end of the day, this will all come down to timing because non-compliance for OSHA begins on January 10th and February 28th for the CMS mandate. 
The FDA made three major decisions this week about the Pfizer's COVID-19 booster vaccination that you will want to know about. First, the FDA extended the emergency use authorization for Pfizer's vaccine for approving a vaccine for 12 to 15 year olds. And second, shortening the time for completion of the first two doses and the booster to five months instead of the original six months for everyone over the age of 12. And finally, allowing a third vaccination for kids 5 to 11 that is immune compromised. Kids that fall into this group are children that have had a solid organ transplant or that have been diagnosed with conditions that are equivalent. As always, the CDC did have to sign off on the FDA's approval, and they did so this week. Along with this, as always, if you have any questions about the vaccine and whether your child should get the booster, you should always consult your child's pediatrician. Tuesday, the January 6th committee sent a letter to Fox News host Sean Hannity asking him to speak with them. The committee believes that he has significant information that could help them understand what was happening the days up to the attack on the Capitol. The committee says they do not want to speak about his political views or his broadcasting, saying that they have great respect for the First Amendment. The committee refers to several text messages that was sent to the White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows. The January 6th committee says Hannity sent this message to Mark Meadows on December 31st, 2020. Quote, we can't lose the entire White House Council office. I do not see January 6th happening the way he is being told. After the January 6th, he should announce will lead the nationwide effort to reform voting integrity. Go to Florida and watch Joe mess up daily. Stay engaged when he speaks to people. They will listen, end quote. The committee also wants to know the context behind the text message Hannity sent on the 5th saying, quote, I'm worried about the next 48 hours, end quote. The committee goes on to say that they have reason to believe that Hannity knows what Trump's state of mind was like the last days of his presidency, referring to a text message sent to Mark Meadows and Representative Jim Jordan, saying, quote, Guys, we have a clear path to land the plane in nine days. He can't mention the election again, ever. I did not have a good call with him today, and worse, I'm not sure what is left to do or say, and I don't like not knowing if it's truly understood. Ideas? End quote. The committee ends the letter reinforcing their message, saying, quote, Again, we stress that our goal is not to seek information regarding any of your broadcasts or your political views or commentary. We have deep respect for the First Amendment to our Constitution. End quote. Sean Hannity's lawyers said that Hannity has not made a decision yet. He was reviewing the letter at the time his team responded to the letter. The latest criminal investigation into former New York Governor Andrew Cuomo has come to an end. The Albany County District Attorney's Office found the accuser, Brittany Camisso, to be cooperative and credible, but said after reviewing all the available evidence, quote, we have concluded we cannot meet our burden at trial, end quote. Back in August, when Commisso, executive assistant to 
stunned Governor Cuomo, publicly accused him of groping her in the executive mansion. Cuomo was scheduled for his first court appearance today to face the charge of forcibly touching, but legal experts found it shocking that they completely dropped the case. The former governor kept his innocence, insisting he never touched anyone inappropriately. He stepped down from his post back in August, the Albany DA is the fourth prosecutor to not pursue charges against Cuomo. Cuomo's attorney said she had no comment when pressed by the media, and Camiso's lawyer said she will pursue civil action against the former governor. Cuomo will still be in court today, virtually. Monday, New York Attorney General Letitia James subpoenaed the two oldest Trump children, Ivanka Trump and Dan Jr. In the court filing, it says they subpoenaed them to find out, quote, the valuation of properties owned and controlled. The attorney general's attempt to get testimony from the former president was reported in December, but the court filing Monday was the first public disclosure that investigators were also seeking information from Ivanka Trump and Donald Trump Jr. The Trumps are expected to file court papers seeking to squash the subpoenas, setting up for a legal fight similar to the one that played out last year after Letitia James' office subpoenaed another Trump son. Now getting into rapid news. 4.5 million people quit their job in November. If you are expecting a child tax credit this January, you won't be not be getting one because Congress has not passed legislation to expand the child tax credit yet. And finally, the Chicago Teachers Union, which is the third largest in the country, voted on Tuesday to switch to remote learning and battles have continued over that for more information i have an article up on medium regarding that whole situation and what's been going on nick what do you have for the very first friday episode of good news for us all right so this is you know we've had a lot of hero stories on the show lately um in these good news segments and this is another hero story, just kind of in a less obvious way, a little more subtle. So, a woman, a pre-med student, was at a hockey game in Seattle. And it was actually her first hockey game ever that she had been to. And she noticed something on the equipment manager's neck of the Seattle team. And based on her analysis... From what she could tell, it was a cancerous mole. And so she wrote a message out on her phone uh, telling him what she saw and put it up to the glass. And she got his attention. She was tapping on the glass and got his attention at one point when he was nearby. And he looked at it and saw the message. And when he went to the doctor soon after... And they removed it. They discovered in biopsy that, in fact, it did contain cancerous cells. So this pre-med student who just happened to be at the game, um, you know, in her first game ever, spotted this. And the equipment manager said that he had no idea that the mole was even there. He didn't know it even existed. And she managed to spot it, uh, you know, A, from a distance and B, in the middle of uh, the hockey game. 
and basically saved him and his family from going through, you know, just an incredibly tough situation. And he announced this during a game uh, soon after. And both the Seattle team plus the opponent, uh, the opposition team, during the game in which he announced the, you know, that she had basically saved him, they came together and gave her a joint gift of $10,000 to help her through her medical school bills. That's awesome that she noticed that at a game and he didn't even notice it. So, you know, it's not funny, but it's always amazing how it's people that never, you know, met these people before notice these things versus people that see this person every single day. Well, and you know what's interesting is this isn't the first time we've had stories like this. Back before I was crowned, you know, king of good news, Chris, you had given us a story uh, a long time ago about a someone who was watching the news and noticed that a news reporter had something on their neck um, that turned out, if I remember correctly, again, was cancer. Um, and so just like... It's like you say, the fact that these people just happen to see it, um, just on this one-off chance, they see that this is there, and effectively save that person and, again, their family from going through a lot of difficulty and a lot of hard times. Hero. Hero. And you must have had to dig through the archives for that one. You know... I, I'm very glad I found it. Whatever effort I put in, I won't no, say. No, I mean way. the archives to remember the story that I gave a long time oh, ago. Oh, oh, I, no. Uh, you know, honestly, it just popped into my head. When I, 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 I can't even explain it, but for whatever reason, when I read that, uh, the good news story that you had told just came flooding back. Um, and that's one of the reasons that I feel I've become the good news king. It's because, like, I just hold on to these. I love these good news stories. I love finding them. I love talking about them. And they stick with me. They stick with me. So, I'm, you know, I was just very happy that I was able to find this one and remember the one that you had told back then. You know what? No one is trying to take away your good news king status because, you know what? If they did, it would just be embarrassing. Because, you know what? I don't know how. I do not know how you remember these because even when we're not recording for some reason we'll be talking about something and a good news story will just pop into your head and you'll remind me and i'm like i completely forgot about that <laughs> so you know what you are the good news king it's gonna stay that way forever that's an excellent excellent good news story i'm so glad to notice that brought it to his attention and then in return she's getting help with her med or her medical tuition bills it's just an all-around excellent story. I loved it. I, I absolutely love this. I love how subtle the whole thing was. I love that she was recognized for it. I love that they're helping her through. Just, like you said, all-around amazing story in my book. That is the end of this Friday morning news episode. Make sure you follow us on BBP News' Twitter account for the latest 24-hour breaking news so you're always in the know. And until Monday morning, have a great weekend, everybody. Bye, guys.